Hey everybody, Pastor Chip again. I hope you all are doing well. Hope everybody's doing good and moving along with a smile on their face. So today we're going to do a little, a little deeper, deeper reading, writing, and talking about God. Yesterday, it's talking about praying. And if you hear the voice of God, you see, we don't. We don't necessarily really think about the voice of God. We, we talk a lot and, and, and uh, church and Sunday school and Bible studies that you know, we should be still and we should be quiet and we should listen to God. And if we listen, we'll hear Him around us. You know, we'll hear Him in the leaves and the trees and the animals. And I got to thinking, well, you know, there's several instances of God talking to people in the Bible. And the more I got to looking, the more I realized there's a lot of instances of God speaking to people in the Bible. I mean, just right off the top of my head, we got we got Adam and Eve in the garden, right? And you've got Abraham and God and the burning bush, you know, um, You've got I want to say Daniel, but those are more angels. You got Moses. I mean, he 40 years of written record of him speaking with God in the mountain and in the tents and different places, right? More than 40 years because God came to Moses first to lead the people out of Israel, or out of Egypt. Nebuchadnezzar. God spoke to Nebuchadnezzar. Um, and it's recorded in the New Testament, in the Gospels, when Jesus was baptized, the Holy Spirit descended upon him like, as like an angel, and they heard the voice from the heavens, right? Um, how about Paul? Paul, when he was on the road, and blinded by the light and the voice from heaven. I'm standing on my porch. I got Bibles spread out on my rail. And I'm drinking coffee. Good morning, Keith. I know you're listening. And you'll know exactly what my situation looks like. But anyway, I got to thinking about all these things. And, <clears throat> and excuse me. So I went and looked up a few things. And let's go to Genesis 17. It says, when Abraham was 99 years old. 99! I mean, the guy was 
probably being carried around in a chair, right? I said, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am Almighty God, walk before me and be blameless. It didn't say a cloud appeared to Abraham, a fog, um, a burning bush. Uh, it says the Lord appeared to Abraham. Now, I got out my Jerusalem Bible, which is one of the oldest translations and keeps the divine names of God as they are. And in it, it says, When Abraham was 99 years old, Yahweh appeared to him and said, I am El Shaddai. Bear yourself blameless in my presence, and I will make a covenant between you and between myself and you, and increase your numbers greatly. Yahweh. You see, the term Yahweh came about in 70, I mean, I'm sorry, the term Lord came about after the temple was destroyed in A.D. 70, because the Jews began to substitute the divine name of the word Adonai, meaning Lord, for Yahweh. Because they didn't want to speak Yahweh, they considered it not right to say the name of the Lord. And it's called a tetragram, which is it's abbreviated by four letters. It's not even spelled out in original literature and he said I am that I am in Exodus right so anyway we see that the Lord that Yahweh God actually appeared to Abraham we don't know what state he was in how he looked or anything but he appeared and he spoke to Abraham and, um, I mean, the whole chapter of 17 is about him and his covenant and everything they're going to do. He's talking to Abraham. He is carrying on a conversation with Abraham. Um, so let's look at Matthew 3. Matthew three seventeen, or 16 and 17, When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. And verse 17, And suddenly a voice came from heaven, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. You see, here we have the voice. We don't have the physical image, but we have the voice, a clear, present voice that everybody that was around the Jordan River and, um, you know, heard, heard the voice. They heard it. They understood it. There was no uh, second-guessing. Um... 
Let's see here if I can find the other one. Jeremiah. Jeremiah 10. Jeremiah 10, verse 13. He says, When he utters his voice, there is a multitude of waters in the heavens. And he causes the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. When he utters his voice, okay, it's a reference to water here. He makes lightning for the rain. He brings the wind out of his treasuries. The voice of God commands the multitude of waters, vapors, lightning for the rain, and wind. So when you say, God doesn't speak to me and I don't hear, how are you listening? What are you listening for? Um, there's another one here. I'm going to hold it for a second. But, you know, in 1 Kings 19, I, I may have spoke about it before. I don't know. I might need to cover it again. But Elijah is in a cave, and it, God tells him to go outside. And he hears the still, small voice of God. We have a... The Bible conveys many, many images. Rumbles, thunders, trumpets, earthquakes. But yet, he does speak to people in their language. He spoke to Abraham. He spoke to Nebuchadnezzar. He spoke to Moses. He spoke to the crowd around Jesus. He even spoke to Paul on the road when he approached Paul. The conversion of Paul. So we hear a voice. Now I guess I might ask you, what are you doing to hear that voice? Are you sitting there saying, All right, God, I don't hear you. Well, I guess he's not around. He ain't talking to me. You know, I'm not a big fan of Jim Carrey. But that movie he made, Bruce Almighty, it's crazy. It's a comedy. and It's got some silly, stupid stuff in there. But I tell you what, it's pretty on on target with the way God is and interacts with people. You see, I think the biggest thing that people forget is that they are not God. He's not something that you can um, summon whenever you want. He's not something that you can negotiate with. He's not something that you can uh, explain away. 
and say, oh, he didn't answer me or he didn't make a deal with me or he didn't save my baby or my granddaughter or my wife because God's, God's love. You see, God is love. But he wants us to have that relationship with him, with that prayer and that voice. And if you can get in tune, you might you might live your whole life. And one day you'll hear a whisper. And you'll say, What was that? Did I just hear something? And you'll dismiss it. That one moment you've been waiting for your whole life, you just blew it. He was talking to you. But you dismissed it because you he didn't fit into your box. You see, I don't know anybody around here, I haven't read about anybody that created an earth and the heavens in my lifetime or in history that I've read other than God. And he's the only one that I know of that can hold the oceans in their boundaries and keep this moon going around this earth and keep us in the orbit. He's not one to negotiate with. But he does talk. Ask Noah. He talked to Noah and his family, didn't he? God is out there. He is listening. But the one thing I can I can say from my aspect when you least expect it. He's going to pop in on you. When you least expect it, He's going to grace you with His voice. And you know you're thinking, no, not me. A lot of times it just may be a little nudge on your conscience. You see somebody somewhere, you at a restaurant and you see somebody walk in and you have that momentary snap in your brain that says, you know, maybe I should buy their meal. Nah, I shouldn't buy their Why did I think that? Why would I want to buy somebody's meal? Well, you just had a a little gentle nudge of the Holy Spirit on your conscience. Or you know you're you're in a department store somewhere and you see a you see a couple looking at something and they really want it, but you can tell they can't afford it. And you have the money. And you hear some voice say, Buy it. Then you're thinking, nah, 
and you walk out of there thinking, eh, you just blew it. You don't know what God had planned for you either. And you know, if you're worried about doing things for people, there's a lot of places that sell um, gift certificates. I mean, if you go to a grocery store and say, you know, I want a gift certificate just for this store. $50 or $100 or whatever, that's, they can only buy what's in that store with it. But you need not worry about what people do with the money that you give them because the the point of the Holy Spirit speaking to you is to see if you obey Him. Not if they take the money. You see, if you feel like uh, they're just going to go buy some alcohol if I give them that money. That's none of your business. None of your business. You give that money when it leaves your hand. You turn and walk away and let the, and thank the Lord for using you in somebody else's life. That's the voice of God speaking to you. And how does that voice sound? I know you I know everyone listening to my voice has heard that gentle nudge. But how many of you have been laying in a bed at night and you've been awakened by a voice and you know you heard a voice, but there's nobody there? And you sit up and you go, uh That happened to Saul. The prophet, I believe it was, he's three times. How many times have you been sitting on your porch and you think you heard something? How many times have you heard the voice of a loved one that you know is dead? I have a friend who lost his wife to cancer. And she came and spoke with him about the intent that God had for him in his life before she was gone. God speaks and uses things in ways that are beyond our comprehension. What we need to stop doing is trying to put God in the box that only we can comprehend and understand that His voice is mighty. It shakes the heavens and the earth or it's the still small whisper of a voice in the middle of a storm. I read you that Joshua a minute ago about the voice like the waters in the heavens. In Revelation, when John was writing Revelation, 
chapter 1, verse 15. He said, His feet were like fine brass, as if refined in a furnace, and His voice as the sound of many waters. That just gives me chills. You see, <laughs> I have these epiphanies at times, and right now I'm having one. But I'm, my house, I have a creek in the front, not 30 feet from me. I have one down toward the road a little ways about a hundred feet and I have a creek behind my house running down from the hills and they all converge down below I sit on my porch I listen to the animals I listen to the wind blow through the trees. I hear all kinds of sounds that sometimes I wonder what they are. But among it all, I always hear the water rippling across the rocks. My dad died last year. He called me a couple of weeks before he died. Told me I could come get some of the possessions that I wanted. I said, Dad, there's no hurry. I'll, you know, I'll be down there soon and... neighbor across the street said something to him. He's out there fertilizing his yard in, in November, cutting the grass. And he said, Bob, you, you, you're going to be mowing grass year-round. And he says, no, nah, I'm getting it ready for the next owners. Next owners? Nobody thought anything about it until after my dad was dead. Did he have a, a visit? Did God speak to him? Did God come to him like he told Moses? Your time, you'll be leaving. You're going to the promised land. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is I have heard the voice of God. 
And it wasn't my time because I'm still here. But I just wonder if he comes and tells us when he's taking us home. So anyway, you really want to you really want God to speak to you? You got to get your heart right. You got to get your mind right. And you got to be open to however he speaks to you. And I know for a fact that if you don't understand some things that you're seeing in your life, maybe you need to find a friend that understands some of these things that can help you translate them. Jesus says, My sheep know my voice. And that I truly believe. And this is Pastor Chip. I thank you for tuning in. I Hope you have a blessed day. Be safe. And I'll catch you the next time.